Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back uh, to day number two of the hackathon for Stable Diffusion. Uh, I'm super excited to have a friend uh, here today, uh, Nino Haglund, uh, who has an amazing track record as a designer and also a company builder uh, for for a very long, very long time now. Uh, most recently founded a company called Steep, which is uh, one of the hidden gems here in the Nordics. Uh, before that, he has also been uh, the chief design officer at uh, iSettle, which is a Nordic unicorn, as well as head of design at PayPal. Isn't that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so amazing track record, amazing experience. And uh, I have some inside information on what you're building. And I know for a fact that it's awesome. Uh, and I'm super happy, excited to be able to host you here today and, you know, have a little bit of a chat uh, and uh, pick your brains on a couple of things, which I think that a lot of our audience will enjoy. Uh, just for, for reference, I think we have something like 740 people signed up now for the event, so quite a wide audience, which is awesome to see and uh, hope that you have also got the chance to uh, be able to start building things, um, the community guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, as always, if there's something we can help with and you know, reach out. Uh, but with that, let's, uh, you know, refocus on you, Nino. Uh, super happy to have you here. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah. Um, well, it'd be, it'd be super, it would be interesting to hear a little bit about your background story and, and uh, you know, who, who are you, uh, basically? Sure. So I'm I'm uh, I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. I'm a designer. I've been a designer for for the last uh, 25 years. Uh, come from a, a fairly technical background. I started out on the on the Amiga back in the in the early 90s and uh, did a lot of tried to make games and uh, even tried tried to to create some kind of AI lang natural language model. But I was 14 and stupid, so I didn't really pan out but i had dreams uh but i got into pixel art and then into design and and uh on, on that kind of route i i am coming from a family of artists mainly um and my dad owns a small theater company my brother is a dancer my mother makes children's books so i'm the uh I, even if even though i'm a designer i'm i'm considered the, the guy who who works with computers in my family basically <laughs> that's uh that's me. I've, I've been, uh, uh, yeah. My my professional career is is uh, mainly in digital design, but I'm I've dabbled in 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 book design and typeface uh, design and, and stuff like that. That's super interesting. Uh, I can definitely relate to the guy with the computers <laughs> family. Uh, it seems like uh, you know when you talk to a lot of these guys in this community, uh, I think most people could relate to that. So definitely interesting. Uh, but tell us a little bit. How did you get into to design? I, you know, I know that you know worked at a lot of big companies. Uh, how did that all start? Um, I I think it, I mean it started as I just had a, a a really big interest for for the visual and and whether that was pixel graphics or uh, in in school it was kind of uh, I I got to try out graphic design and and. Um, some of that I try to remember how I actually got into it kind of professionally but I think it it's all a blur because it it's I worked at it so much on my spare time and I did so many projects on my own and then I started to get some some uh, some foots into some doors and I got into a 
uh, a magaz magazine publisher where I, I got to scan a lot of images and, and retouch them in, in Photoshop. So that was my first kind of way in. And, and then they had a, it was 96, I think 97. So they, I thought, you know, maybe they should have a website. That's a new thing, right? Uh, so I started working with that. And then I think from that was where I got into one of the big, big, uh, uh, consultancy companies in Sweden, Acromedia Lab at the time, uh, which was my school, basically. I dropped out of school uh, f for the scanning pictures job. <laughs> Smart move. Uh, but I was super tired of school and it didn't really, uh, I didn't really connect with that. So I, I just, I was eager, eager to learn. And at Acromedia Lab in the, in the late 90s, that was kind of, it was uh, in, in equalizer. Everyone was at the basic basically the same level no one knew how to make websites or, or anything like that it was had, had been done before so we had to figure it out as we went along and uh, I, I worked with some really amazing people who had a lot of uh, uh, education fancy educations and I worked with some people who had none and and uh, and we were kind of it was an equal playing field and it was a, it was a really creative and fun time uh, so that was how I got into the whole thing. And that was my school, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, there are certain similarities between how you, uh, you know, built the website, built basic web websites and work with design back in when, when the internet was basically new, uh, as it relates to how people use AI today, because it's basically the Wild West, right? People are yeah. just trying to figure out things and build things. Yeah, and uh, you know how, how how did you get into that context? Because you know that you were uh, an early part of iSettle, right? How, how did how did that happen? And so I, I really love new things. Basically, I, I love new new uh, new ideas and new sort of movements. Uh, so I got you know in in maybe I think it was yeah 2008 I guess when when Apple released SDKs for for the iPhone. Um, I was so tired of the web. Uh, so I was like, this is, this is where it's heading. And I felt like, I felt that Amiga connection almost like we can be a small studio with three people and make a game or, or, a, or an app or something. And, and, uh, so I, I got really excited about that and we had a lot of stuff to do It was a lot of customers, uh, or clients. Um, and after a couple of years in late 2009, I think uh, Jacob and, uh, who's the founder of, of iSettle. And the CPO of the time at the time, Peter, uh, came by our office and pitched iSettle basically, and and um, so we we started making some some UI and 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 their app basically, and then after a year, um, they uh, they hired they basically absorbed absorbed my com my small company into in, into iSettle, and it became the kind of uh, app and design team. Basically, so so that's how I, I I got started at Icelandland, and, and it was a proper startup. You know, we 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 were just a few people, and we did had to do everything basically. So um, yeah, that was the start of it. And then uh, a couple of years back, you know, uh, Icelandland got acquired by PayPal. Right? What was that like? That that was been quite a transition. Uh, yes, and 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 it was. Uh, I worked with iSettle in different shapes and forms for, for 10 years almost. And, and uh, I think PayPal came in in the last quarter of that time. Uh, so we already went through a, a long journey from a small startup where, where everyone just 
pitched in 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 whatever that way they could to this really professional run company with with um with, with a big team and a big design team at that i think i had a team of 60 designers and user researchers at, at the end of that journey i think what, what happened was with, with paypal was that it was um uh, it, it was a plunge into the kind of big american corporation culture working culture and and that didn't really i i I stayed for a while. I I learned a lot from that. I think I thought at at it as a new experience. I met a lot of really smart people, but ultimately it wasn't for me. I think I I, I like building things and I like uh, smaller contexts. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of politics and navigating that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now now you're back to building again, uh, yeah, which takes us to steep, right? Uh, can you tell us just a little bit what is Steep? Uh, so Steep is is an analytics tool, uh, and this is uh, something of a theme in my career. I think I, I like to take hard and complex and and maybe a bit boring things and and make them accessible and and try to make them as easy to use as possible and 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 um, and accessible to anyone basically. So data has been this field where you know we've been collecting data for the last 10 or 20 years and we have a lot lot of it now frankly and it's easier than ever to to uh, accumulate a lot of data in your company and organization whatever it is uh but actually understanding it and and getting insights out of it it's something that you had to really rely on on experts for and and i think it doesn't have to be that complicated actually and and then i met up with you one who was the analytics lead at uh, Spotify and, and I settled for a while and then Cree uh, and he had a similar idea coming from his his uh, his, his perspective so I got really hooked on on, on that idea that let, let's make something really accessible and simple out of this that anyone in the organization can can use to to understand what you know where how are we doing where are we heading uh, and and uh, just make it a like any other workplace tool, basically, that you're using. Mm-hmm. And you've been working on this for about a year now, right? How, how far along are you? So we we um, we started sketching it out uh, late last year, and and we hired our first engineer in in January, and we released actually uh, we we did our public release in in uh, early October. Uh, so basically nine months of work so, so we decided to to launch early and learn from from uh, from that so that i think that's an extremely uh sort of fun way of doing it and and just build it together with with uh, our our um, users and uh, building the smallest sort of the thinnest possible slice so we can actually move fast and just mm-hmm. yeah so, so that's where we are right now. So we're, we're post-launch and, and just trying to listen to all the feedback and, and the, all, all the feedback that we get, basically. Mm-hmm. That's, that's super interesting. And it brings me to, to a, a tangent question, right? And that's like, how do you know a good design is and how do you make things accessible like that? What, what's, how do you think about it? Um. Yeah, so so I think design, good design, is a very um, uh, 
sort of personal thing and and it's it, it's uh, i think it's i mean you 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 asked me what i think and and this i just wanted to, to have that asterisk at, at the at the top of that that this is just me i think everyone has has their own a view on this but for me it's uh, it needs to have a purpose it needs to have a super clear purpose i can't i can't work in advertising for example because i i don't believe in the purpose i don't believe in in a client's desire to sell their stuff uh so so for me it needs to have a purpose and it needs to be something that i can connect with and and uh, the way i approach it is is problem solving basically mm. i'm not you know uh, after 25 years you're you're less into kind of anyone can can make a a, a ui that looks good but it's harder to to make something that act, that really is sort of intuitively uh, connects with you and and that you can kind of learn and understand so i think that's the really hard problem and for for that to work you have to i think invest completely in it you have to kind of sort of dive into the world that you're you're designing for and you have to know the the know the medium when i'm designing a book i'm i my first book that i designed was was pretty crap because i didn't know enough about paper and enough about typography fr- frankly and 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 uh, color reproduction and stuff and i've i've been working it with with that through my career but it was just another level of of that and i think it, in in the same way when you're working with 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 products of, of this kind you have to know you have to know your tech you have to, to know how this actually fits together and work with the uh, with the technicians you have to work together with the users uh, so kind of i think design um traditionally has has been a bit more uh sort of standing on on, on the sidelines and, and kind of telling everyone what to do and I think the, the the new way of doing you know of of a great design, I think is is much more um, immersed and and much more collaborative, uh, frankly. And I think that's where where the really good stuff happens when when you when you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you sort of tangentially approach design design thinking, right? Like think about it from a point of view that makes people be able to access and use the things that you're actually building. Um, but like when you started Steep, for instance, what, what was the process like? Like how how do you get from doing that first napkin sketch uh, to 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 where you are now? Like how did that all came together? Uh, so so it, it it might sound easy, uh, but basically I think we we just we just try to 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 put ourselves into the shoes of the, 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 the users that, that we envisioned. I think that, so the first thing, thing is that you have to kind of define or play around with and workshop, you know, what, who are we actually targeting with this? What kind of problems are we solving uh, and, 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 and why? And so it was a lot of philosophical discussions first and, and, and kind of, and, and what, I think what made it easy for us was that we could actually take, we could actually put on the hats of, of two of the most important uh, kind of users or, or user types of the product. So U1 is the, the, the analyst expert, so he, he, and, and I'm the person in the leadership team, for example, which I have experience of. And, 
and and someone who had did not have a, a, an extensive knowledge of of uh, data analytics and statistics and all that stuff that Johan has. So uh, for us, it was easy to to just take those roles and play those roles and and see what 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 would make you know this dynamic between us uh, kind of spark and 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 look at the tools out there. Of course, a bunch of research. Look at what is not working right now and and uh, what tools do we love to use and all that stuff so first when, when we gather all that kind of input and all that inspiration and stuff then it was pretty easy i think to just just say let's solve this problem and let's solve that problem and of course that that changes over time but but at least it's kind of stick in the ground like this is what we want to solve and this this is what we believe is important and that changes over time. That's also important to to realize that uh, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, so small steps and reevaluate. Small steps and reevaluate. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. When when I did my first company, we uh, we essentially we tried to build hardware. So, so super mm-hmm. weird stuff, right? We basically carved it out in cardboard and walked around to our potential users and asked them for feedback, like. Uh, how would you interact with this? Like, you know, what would you press? Uh, and uh, it, it's kind of a fun ex- exercise. And I think that sort of the gap, uh, it's, it's the gap now is that you can create a lot more nicer looking um, in, in just a, you know, very using simple tools online, which is super awesome to see. Uh, and we've also seen that sort of through the community, right? Um, but that it brings me into to the question of AI. Like, what, what do you think about AI in design? Uh, and like, since we're doing stable diffusion hackathon here, uh, any any insight into that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm so AI. I, as I mentioned, I, I I've been kind of interested in this since I was 14, and and I think I, you know, like a lot of people here, I imagine uh, got a lot of inspiration from from sci-fi and and all these kind of grand ideas. And then what I realized throughout the years is that a lot of these sort of sci-fi grand visions, they when we actually look where they, where they actually land in society, it's pretty banal. It's pretty boring, right? So we imagine like they, these AI friends, and we get you know support bots or <laughs> that we get annoyed at, or we 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 imagine sentient be sentient beings, but instead we get these kind of Twitter bots and and <laughs> whatnot. So I think that we whatever we can imagine and whatever we build, we it kind of filters down through actual people and and you know the capitalist society we live in, etc. etc. So I think that's that's for me that boils it down to. Uh, I I like the boring. It's what I'm trying to say. I like the kind of the banal, and I think that's also kind of a. Uh, a way of looking at the future, which is kind of yes, we should look at the big grand things, but also how can we use it now, and what's the kind of uh, how can we make it purposeful? So I, I, I look at AI as a tool, as as any other tool, and it requires someone who is skilled with the tool, uh, and it requires better tools. It, you know, it requires that the tools themselves become better. I think right now, um. And I have to say, I'm not an expert in this at all. Uh, but I use it very. I, I use AI. I use stable diffusion, for example, for for very boring things like 
I needed an illustration with, with a bunch of people, faces. And it's like, yeah, let's, let's not use real faces. Let's, let's get some, some uh, fake faces in there so no one will, will be uh, upset or, or whatever. And, and uh, so for me as a designer, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I think I can use it for now. I think it's not, it's not the tool is, uh, the tools are exciting. They're not good enough for, uh, for me to use, uh, in a much more elaborate way than, than that, or I haven't thought about, of, of uses yet. I think we will, they will be, uh, become better and better. And, and, but I think it's still tools. So I think mm -hmm. we can, we can use it for really cool purposes. Uh, but I think it's sometimes it's hard to, to, it's hard to predict where, where it's actually going to land. So. That, yeah, definitely. Have you had a chance to play around with, with some of the other tools like uh, Dolly uh, from OpenAI? Yeah, and, and uh, I made a, me and my kids had a blast doing, uh, I, made a, I made it create a, a Hitler as a cute manga girl, and we had a blast. I think it's, it's fun. I think the artists right now are, are probably the ones who, who get the most out of this, and, and I think it's just uh because i think the artists are first in any new tech and can explore it and, and see where where can we take this how can we take it to the absolute you know push it to the limits uh, and then it's like boring people like me it's like so how can i use this in my day-to-day -day work so there's a gap between that but I, yeah i haven't used dolly that much but but just stable diffusion locally on my on my mac mm-hmm but we're trying to figure out um, parts, ways where you can interact speech to text, text to to context, and then to to Dolly or to to uh, Stable Diffusion to subsidize for some of the things you do with with uh, Photoshop, uh, for mm -hmm. instance, and Canva. We we uh, but but you know I agree we haven't really got to the point where it, it's become mainstream, but uh, it's certainly happening, uh, and it's happening faster and faster. So it's a lot better than last year when we. No, we tried do, doing a cat with, uh, it, it, wasn't, it was mid-journey, actually, um, about a year ago. The cat looked terrible. And now you can basically do uh, super crazy things. We have it in, in, in Lab Lab, so if you want to try it out, it's under uh, Imagine. Oh, cool. uh, so, yeah, it uh, works pretty well. It's, it's not as good as, as Stable Diffusion yet, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah, but, but coming from Photoshop, uh, working you know all day, every day in Photoshop, I think that's... A lot of stuff is happening there that is pretty, uh, pretty cool from from that point of view. Just, I think it's more about maybe not creating stuff out of thin air, or I know it's not, but more like I have this image, this base image, and I want to enhance it. I want to make it better in different ways. Let's make this guy over here smile. Let's you know change this that. I think that that will be as, and, and I think for, Adobe is is working on some things, but it's probably not fast enough, but I think it's, there's going to be a lot of tools like that that are pretty, that, that are going to be pretty standard for, for, for designers like me in the future, for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, uh, like, if we move into to, uh, the perspective of the guys that are listening in and girls uh, today, um, they're really trying to figure out what they should build, right? And what would your best piece of advice when it comes to design and sort of think about problems in this space with AI um, be from you? Like, what's your perspective on that? Um, I think 
probably the 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 thing that had, has helped me the most uh, looking back is is trying to always sort of broaden your perspective so and and, and look in in uh, unexpected places for that i think just getting out of our regular sort of filter bubbles and echo chambers and and just uh circles uh and and and, and dare to to venture out of that is has um helped me a lot i think and and getting just getting inspiration and getting a new kind of just zoom out and see you know what are we i think one thing that i've been doing throughout my career is like i need to remind me some sometimes because i get too kind of involved in this is like it's just a website it's just an app no one's gonna you know it's not life and death uh and and i think that perspective is has helped me a lot uh i think and and made me a better better designer so just you know go out uh you know into nature meet new people go travel to new places um read books look at art i think that's just do other things i think that that would be my my uh, and and learn new things Mm-hmm. My advice. I think that definitely the the cross col- um, collaboration and pollination between different fields is super interesting. And just re- resorting back to the point that you made earlier, uh, you know, banal stuff is kind of interesting, right? Because it's it's where you actually get the 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 delta value from doing interesting things uh, p- that people actually use. Uh, so it's a, yeah, certainly um, I'm gonna try to get out of my own filter bubble for a little while after this. <laughs> Oh, and, I, and I think this field is is incredibly exciting, and and I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to to some of the tools uh, that I'll be able to use, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, you can find some of the prototypes on our website later and just just uh, try it out, see see what we came up with. Uh, but thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk to us today, Nino. And really appreciate it. I know a lot of the people here in the community also appreciate it. So. Uh, big thank you uh, to to you. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'll, also we'll provide the link to Steep uh, in the chat so people can check it out and try it and see if they need help with the data analytics part of it. And you can probably see some of, of Nino's design thoughts in there as well. So uh, uh, we'll be, make sure to share that after after the session. Uh, but yeah. thank you so much and. Uh, um, Keep on working on those things, guys. Um, we'll we'll make sure we'll start to do our auditing tomorrow to check who's the winner is, and uh, um, we really want to be dazzled with your ingenuity here. So uh, keep at it. But thank yeah. you so much, and um, get back to work. Okay, thanks, everyone. 